0: Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I'd like to ask for a volunteer this morning, and I need two volunteers, a younger one and a bigger one. So, preferably if I could have a father and then either a son or a daughter that could come up with them. All right. I knew the front row people would be willing to do it. So come on up here. I'm going to have you help me with an illustration, OK? So I want Grant here to stay right where he is, and I want Dad to come over to this other side and take the ladder, OK? Now what I'd like to have you try to do here is have Grant climb up on the first step, and you hold the ladder, OK? So tilt it however you need to tilt it to hold it steady. And Grant. Can you climb up on that with your dad holding it? That's pretty good. Can you go one more? Oh, that's pretty brave. Can you go one more? Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. All right, come on down. All right, you guys can sit down, and I'm going to set this right down here. So was Grant taking a risk there? Yeah. So what if I would have asked them to switch places? Why would that have not worked? So you're going to put the bigger person on the ladder and the smaller person behind it. I'm not sure Dad would trust Grant to hold it up. But Grant was willing to trust Dad. There's something in this lesson about faith. And our verse for today is Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your paths. That's our verse for today. What does it mean to trust in the Lord, to be willing to take that step? We're going to talk about that in our sermon today. Because in the verse we're looking at, it has to do with Leaning and resting yourself on something bigger. It says, lean not on your own understanding. So if you're not going to lean on your own understanding, you're going to lean on something else. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Because we live in a world that is a bit messy and mixed up, and we need something to lean on because we can't lean on our own understanding. Just look at some recent examples of what's going on in Afghanistan and how you hear the news reports coming out over the last few weeks and the chaos that can almost instantly come into a whole country when there's no one in charge. And they're trying to figure out who's in charge well we're trying to figure out that same thing with all of the world especially even closer to home then when we look at something like covid and questions of what's the next few months going to be like because of covid and and who's at risk and who's not at risk and vaccines and booster shots and should masks be required should mass mass not be required so we had a recent A recent email involving the kids that were all at camp and how there was somebody that had COVID at camp and then wondering about all the kids that were exposed. Who's in charge? And it can come even closer to home when it has to do with your own heart and the relationships with other people you have in your life who is in charge. Okay, so think of those three things I mentioned as we go along. The first thing that Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding is to stop leaning on yourself. That's the first step here for trusting in the Lord is you have to stop leaning on yourself. It's like leaning on that ladder. Can you do that? All by yourself. Can you hold yourself up? If it's just a one sided ladder. We know, as I found out yesterday, cutting down tree branches, that you have to have something to lean that ladder against. And you have to be sure that whatever you're leaning against is stronger than your weight on the ladder. For us to survive, for us to live, we're trusting all the time. We're trusting in things. Think about just going out to eat at a restaurant, and you sit down at your table. First thing is you're trusting the chair. is not going to collapse under you. You're sitting on the chair. You're trusting the chair. Then you're served your food, which for me, for me would be some nice sushi rolls on my plate. And you're trusting that the food hasn't spoiled, that the fish hasn't sat out at the restaurant, and you're going to get food poisoning. So you eat it. And then you go out, you get in your car to head home, and when you turn the key, you trust that somebody hasn't planted a bomb under your car and you're not going to explode. Now, depending on what your experiences in life are, maybe you trust all of that. Maybe you're more apprehensive. Maybe you have had a chair break under you, or you have had food poisoning, or maybe you're a secret spy for the government, and you are worried that your car is going to explode. That trust is based on experience, but on some level we are trusting. We're trusting the ground we stand on, the firmness of the earth, that we can walk on it. And who made all of When we look at areas we struggle to trust in like afghanistan and we hear these different news reports of of what's happening over there and all of a sudden we're trying to trust the taliban who we've never really trusted in fact we were at war with them for the last 20 years now can we trust them have they changed well those who have been involved for the last 20 years might have a hard time believing what they say that they've changed. Can we trust them? Or maybe it's COVID and you have had experiences with people getting COVID or getting sick, and so you're more worried about that. Or maybe you are at high risk for health problems you have trouble trusting. Or maybe it's in your own relationships in your life where somebody has lied to you or cheated you or used you or hurt you, and you have trouble trusting people close to you in your life. So trust is so important for our lives. It affects us in so many different ways. And what the Bible is saying is do not rely on your own understanding. Your understanding is what makes sense to you. What you think makes sense. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. But your understanding is what makes sense to you. And if you rely on your own sense, it's only going to lead to more chaos in Afghanistan. It's only going to lead to more sickness. It's only going to lead to more hurt relationships. Because your own understanding is too limited. It can't handle these things because it's not in charge. You are not in charge. I am not in charge. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 says that the Lord is in charge. And we read about this. But the wisdom of the Lord is not like our wisdom and understanding. So who are you going to turn to? Paul says, are you going to turn to the scholar who's done all the research and is an expert in this field? of military strategy? Are you going to turn to the debater, the one who is most persuasive about convincing you why you need to wear masks or why you don't need to wear masks? Are you going to turn to the nobleman, someone that you want to have a relationship because they can offer you lots of good things, the rich person? And Paul says, none of these people have the wisdom that you're looking for. No matter how much of an expert they are, no matter how experienced they are, no matter how wise they appear. Because in the end, the only wisdom that can be trusted is the Lord's. He says, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. God's going to destroy it. All the things that you are looking for in the world to give you answers on these particular things, God says, I'm going to destroy it. And he does this in dramatic ways all the time. He lets chaos ensue in our world. Now, the devil has a part to play in it because he's trying to use these things to either get you to doubt that God has any control Or to get you to turn back to your own understanding for answers. But God lets this happen so that you would realize we're not in control at all. And that you would turn to him. And trust in him with all your heart. In all your ways. So the second thing then, is once you've stopped relying on your own understanding. Is to turn to the Lord and get to know him. The proverb says, In all your ways, acknowledge him. Now, the word acknowledge has a smaller word inside of it, to know. Acknowledge is to know something. And in Hebrew, the word means to know God. In Hebrew, the word know has something more to it than just knowing it up here as a scholar, as an intellectual. In Hebrew, the word know means to know it in here, in your heart. It means to know it by experience. After all, how do you get to know someone? How do you trust someone? Why does Grant trust his dad to hold the ladder? well because he knows him now if i asked grant to come up here but then i brought up i don't know i could pick any i could pick on any of you to come on up here someone he doesn't know to hold the other side of the ladder is he going to be so quick to step on that ladder maybe because i'm making him But if he was out there with me trying to cut down these tree limbs and he's got someone out there that doesn't know anything and he's trying to trust this person to hold the ladder as he's climbing up, he's not going to trust him. We are not supposed to trust strangers, right? But then the Lord says, trust me. So how can we trust God? If God is just a stranger to us, we could never trust him. But this says, in all your ways... Get to know him. It's risky to get to know people. It's risky to get close to people. Why? Well, you try to get to know someone that you don't know very well, and a couple things could happen. What if they don't want to know you? What if they don't want to know you at all? Or what if they lie to you? Or what if they use you? Or what if they don't love you back? So here you are trying to be vulnerable, put yourself out there, get to know this person. You want to know them. You're telling the truth to them. You're being genuine, and you are loving them. There's a risk there, because if they don't return it, you're going to get hurt. And you're not going to trust that person. But what if that person does want to know you? What if they do speak only the truth to you all the time? What if they are truly genuine in wanting your best interest without exception? And what if they do love you with all their heart? Would that be a person you'd want to know? Would that be a person you'd want to trust? There's a, an author, J.I. Packer, who wrote a book called Knowing God. And the whole book is about how to know God, how to know him biblically, how to know him personally. He says, Knowing God is a relationship calculated to thrill a man's heart. Knowing God is a relationship calculated to thrill a man's heart. There is a calculation to this trust. Getting to know God means you know him so well that you know he'll never let you down. And you do that through experience. Through those moments, first in scripture, where you see he's done it. He's done it, and he'll do it again, to be faithful to his promises. You look at Christ, and you see the wisdom of the cross and the love of God, which laid down his life for our sins to make us part of his family. And then you look at your own life, and you look back like the hymn we just sung, That from childhood, God has been there doing all the things he's promised to do to see us through to this day. Paul says, why did they crucify the Lord of glory? In 1 Corinthians 2. Why did they crucify God? And he says it's because they never got to know him. They didn't know him. And because they didn't know him, they didn't even know they were doing it when they crucified Jesus. Because the love of God is a mystery. Relationship is a mystery. And getting to know God is getting to know him every day as part of your life. Not just on Sundays and not just a part of your life. But the passage says in two places the word all. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and in all your ways. Acknowledge Him. And then it says, the result of this, when you do this, is that the Lord directs you. He gives you direction to every blessing for your life. Trust in Him with all your heart and in all your ways. And he will make your paths straight. So now we're looking at this world that's out of order. It's crooked. It's messy. We're looking at Afghanistan or COVID or our own personal life. And saying, who's going to straighten it all out? God is the one in charge. When you trust in him with all your heart... And in all the ways of your life, he will direct you. This trust is not a foolish chance. There's a difference between foolish chances and calculated risks. Okay, a foolish chance would be if Grant was to climb up that ladder on his own. Because I said, trust me. He'd say, no that'd be a foolish chance. Faith is not a foolish chance. I don't don't really believe the Bible teaches blind faith because it teaches calculated faith, faith that's based on the evidence and experience of what God has done. It's just that we don't look in the right places. But now that we've seen him, that we've known him, God says, you can put your full weight on this. You can rely totally. You can climb that ladder, and I won't let it fall. So what if I were to come back up here now and ask another question? So if I say that I wanted Grant and his dad to come up again, and this time I'm going to have Grant climb on his dad's back, And climb the ladder. And the only thing on this other side is God. Should they do it? And so I I tell them to do it. Lay down the ladder. Say, go ahead. Because this is what it's like to trust in God. God's on the other side. He's a firmness underneath the ladder. We've laid it down. There's no doubt they could climb right across it. I'm not going to make them, although I'd like to see that. The Hebrew word for faith means firmness. It's related to the word for truth, which has to do with a firmness of what you can stand on, what you can jump on. What you trust enough to rely your whole weight on. And there comes that point in faith in our life where we have to take the step from one foot up the ladder to two feet. That's a calculated risk. But it's calculated on the basis of God's promises and the stories of his redemption. So faith is that firmness. And the faithfulness of God is the firmness we're relying on. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths.